Hey girl, welcome to the Guide Girl Goals Podcast, where we are committed to helping believers like you reach their goals by including God in the process. On this podcast, we share valuable resources, talk about biblical stories, scriptures, and relatable experiences to help you go deeper in your relationship with God. If you are looking for a podcast that breaks down the word of God in an easy and understandable way, then this podcast is for you. Be sure to stay tuned into this week's episode to hear what we talk about next. Hey you guys and welcome back to another podcast episode. I am your host, Adrienne Haley. If this is your first time joining me, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I'm so glad that God brought you here or maybe a friend told you about me or told you about this podcast. They led you to this episode, whatever it was that got you here. I'm so thankful and grateful that you are here. So today's episode is going to be straight to the point. Judging by today's title, we will be discussing how to apply pressure. Now, I know y'all have seen those Instagram memes that's like, if you want me, apply pressure or somewhere along those lines. But in layman terms, when you are interested in someone and you're trying to get to know them, or better yet, if they're trying to get to know you, because you know, he who finds a wife finds a good thing over here. But when he's trying to get to know you, he's going to do what? apply pressure and why is he going to apply pressure it's because he wants to be in your presence more than just one time he want to spend time with you he wants for you to both get to know each other and if you're lucky he's going to do what it takes to get to know you he's not going to do just the bare minimum but if we flip that around that's how god wants us to be with him He's saying, if you truly want me, if you truly want me for me, and even the benefits of me, apply pressure. Do more than the bare minimum. Don't just read a few scriptures about me. Meditate on those scriptures. Dissect those scriptures. Discuss what those scriptures mean to you and how you can apply it to your life. Don't just worship me on Sundays. Dedicate a day or two out of your week with nothing but worship for me. Connect yourselves to people who are going to encourage you and motivate you to push harder and go further in the things of me. Don't just stay to yourself. Don't just stay isolated. And we must be reminded that we must always press into God. I know that sometimes that can be tough because you may not be at a point yet where you are putting God over your cares and your worries. And that's okay because I too was once there. Trust me, it takes time. But the more you fight through those emotions, no matter what those emotions are, whether it's grief, anxiety, guilt, loneliness, not having confidence, not happy with the season that you're in, there's so many emotions. But the more you fight through them, the more you will be able to get in God's presence. And as you continue to press through or apply pressure, it won't be so much of a battle for you to get there. You will no longer feel connected one minute and then disconnected the next. Now, when I think of applying pressure, I think about two stories. I think about the woman with the issue of blood and Jesus healing the paralyzed man in Capernaum. I'm not going to go over the whole story of these, but the women with the issue of blood had gone to see so many doctors because no one knew why she had been bleeding for 12 years. And the people of the city even placed her on the outskirts and labeled her as unclean. 
Now, I can imagine this woman must have felt lonely or depressed. She probably even felt like a castaway, isolated, and hopeless until she heard a man named Jesus was coming into town. And even despite what she felt, despite what the people in the city thought of her, she pressed her way through the crowd just to touch Jesus' garment a little bit. And when we think about the paralyzed man in Capernaum, his friends could not get him inside the house where Jesus was because the crowd was just that thick. It was so thick and there were too many people. So instead, they was like, we just going to go on the roof and lower him down right in front of Jesus. And that's exactly what they did. And there's so many messages we can get from both of these stories. But in these stories, what we can tell is that pressure was applied. The woman with the issue of blood could have chosen to rest in her feelings and remain the outcast. But despite what she was feeling, she had enough faith to know that if I could just push my way through and touch God a little bit, then maybe, just maybe, I will be healed. And the paralyzed man had the right people around him in his circles to help him apply pressure. His friends could have easily been like, well, there is no way in. You're just going to have to be paralyzed forever. But no, they were probably thinking, let's exalt all of our options before we give up. Let's try the roof. And they were going to do whatever it took so that their friend can be healed. And that's the thing. You never know what God is doing for you when you apply pressure. You may feel as though you aren't getting the healing and deliverance you need. You may still be paralyzed in some situations, still making bad decisions, still worried about what people are saying about you, still blind about your purpose and the life God has called you to. But that very healing that you may need, nah, I'm going to say this. The very healing you need is on the other side of you applying pressure. Once these people apply pressure, I am pretty sure that they did not forget who Jesus was and what he had done for them. I can bet that after this, their relationship with Jesus began. So as I go over some ways to help you apply pressure, I want you to think about if you're desperate enough. Because in both of these situations, these two people were desperate to be healed. They did not give up. And so are you willing to find an alternate way to get in God's presence when you feel like maybe your prayers aren't working? Are you going to switch it up or are you just going to stick to the same routine, hoping and praying that it works out? And you have to be willing to do whatever it takes to stay in the place where God wants you to get to the place where God wants you. You have to be willing to adjust despite the friends you may lose, despite how you feel, despite what others feel, despite everything. That's a part of taking up your cross and following God. Are you desperate enough for God? Because if you aren't desperate enough, anything I say to you from this point on isn't going to matter. You may feel motivated by this message for the time being, but right after, you're going to go right back to feeling stuck. But jumping into some ways to apply pressure is that I want you to first think about who God has been to you. More than often, we are so focused on who God has been to other people or we listen to what others tell us about God. But who is he to you? Reflect on those moments where you were in situations and you know it had to be nobody but God pulling you through. And even reflect on those good times where God has showed up in your life. The more you know who he is to you, the more you trust him and the more you will grow a thirst and hunger for him. Number two is praise and worship. This method really applies to just about everything when it comes to getting to know God and understanding God. Through prayer and worship is where you have intimacy with God. 
Here, you are really getting to spend time with him, and in these moments, his Holy Spirit dwells upon you. It takes over you in a good way, and revelations become clear. God's presence is so heavy during praise and worship, and the more you worship, the more you're going to enjoy being in God's presence. And that's another thing. A lot of us don't enjoy being in God's presence. We see it as a check off of our to-do list. It's something that we are told we are supposed to do. But when you get in God's presence through your worship, you're not going to want to stop. It will become a thing where your day just isn't going to feel right if you don't spend time with God. So if you're struggling with praise and worship, I encourage you to put on some prophetic music and just sit and begin to start praying. It doesn't have to be elaborate prayers. Just pray in the way you like to. And as the music is speaking to your spirit, God will tell you what to pray about. He will tell you what to speak. Like it'll just start rolling off of your tongue. Don't think too hard about it. And this is what I do, which is why I'm telling you this works for me. And I believe that it can work for you as well. There's no right and wrong way to worship, but just try sitting there if you don't know how to and just letting God's music and his spirit speak to you. Number three is identify what's hindering you from pressing in and ask God to remove it. So this one is really simple. I want you to pray over your list, write a list and pray over your list and ask God to remove those things from you that aren't of him. And I want you guys to refer to Psalms chapter 139, verse 23 through 24, which says, search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my concerns. See if there is any offensive way in me. Lead me in everlasting way. And what this does is that it opens your heart for God to reveal those known and even unknown things that we don't think is hindering us from applying pressure. Opening your heart allows you to also not hold tight to those things that God needs you to let go of so that he can truly carry you into your next destination, into your next season, and so that he can just take care of you overall. And last but certainly not least, is applying pressure to God's word, applying pressure to scripture. I was having a conversation with my friend from church last night and I was telling her about today's topic and we discussed what comes to mind when you hear the word apply pressure. And she said something so amazing. She said, when I think of applying pressure, I think of a wound that's bleeding out. And she gave an example about a lady whose hand got caught in the machine and had to be taken to the hospital with her fingers still enclosed in that machine. And she said that the machine was the only thing that kept her from bleeding out severely because it was applying pressure and keeping her fingers intact at that moment. And that's how we must use our word, our scripture. Many people read scripture or turn to their Bibles when something is going wrong in their life and they'll read a scripture and then they'll put it right back down and only using scripture as a pick me up, but they never apply pressure with that scripture. They don't analyze it. They don't meditate on it. As I said before, they don't apply it. And then when life turns right back upside down, they're lost, they're confused, they're frustrated and back to their same old ways. However, that scripture or that word is what's going to keep you intact. It's what's going to keep you focused. It will give you peace that surpasses all understanding. It's going to help you not bleed out. When we bleed out, we have no eternal life. We run into destruction. We hold tight to our wicked ways. But that scripture, that word, that's what's going to keep you motivated. It's going to keep you from giving up. 
So I'm sure that there are many other ways that you can apply pressure in your life, but these are the four that were most important I felt like that I wanted to share with you guys. And if there are any other ways that I have not mentioned, feel free to message me on Instagram at GodGirlGoals to let me know how you are applying pressure in your relationship with God. Maybe I didn't say something that you may be doing that you might feel is important. So this can be an ongoing conversation, but I want you guys to use this episode as motivation to apply pressure, apply pressure in your relationship with God in every area of your life. I know that this year is almost over, but this is your chance to go harder. You can still get to the place where God wants you to be, but just know that effort has to be done on your part. Don't just talk about wanting to get closer to God, but take heed to the information in today's episode and apply it to your life. But that's it, you guys. That's it for today's episode. I really just wanted to get to the meat and potatoes of today's episode. I didn't feel as though it should have been a long or drawn out episode, but I just want you guys to be encouraged. Don't give up. Don't rush. And find time to sit in God's word as always. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Enjoy the rest of your week. Bye.